Okay, here we go. Uh, segment number three for um, episode 20. This one is the Patriot Act. And my point about this is that the, um, or this segment is pretty much about how the government managed to convince the public to give up some freedom rights in order to catch terrorists by letting the government um, tap their phones and have access to all kinds of personal data and personal information. And the reason why I want to, another reason why I want to bring up this Patriot Act is because um, what's going on right now, uh, I'm starting to see how that really did take effect where the government, like right now on my phone, you know, I'm probably being recorded, you know, all the stuff that I say, but it's like, fine, go ahead, man, shit, maybe hopefully you learn something. But um, at the same time, it's like, I don't know what the government does with all that data, but it's kind of pointless to keep track of what 7 billion people on the planet and find out what they're doing. And um, it's just kind of like a big old waste of time the way I see it. But, you know, hey, if that's the way they want to do it, fine, more power to them. But that's the reason why I don't... um, I don't do profile pictures. I don't show my face. I don't, um, I don't really like put down my likes, uh, cause I don't want to be researched like that. You know, I'm just kind of keeping everything random. And, um, you know, I, that's probably another reason why I'm not as popular as let's say my other brother who is, um, who's like a social media King, man. I, a lot of people like him. There's like, he's got a lot of females, you know, probably half of them are his relatives, but Whenever he meets a female, she gets upset and she's like, well, who are all these women? You know, he's like, oh, those are my cousins. That's my niece. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't think so. You know, so it kind of ruins his uh, relationships a little bit. But um, and so this whole Patriot Act, when that was enacted, um, it was back in 2002, um, a lot of the people were saying, or a lot of Americans, especially on the East Coast, they were like, yeah, I'm willing to give up some civil liberties in order to catch a terrorist, you know. But when you look back at the way the Iraq war happened, Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11, you know. And with 9-11, there was like, um, there was all kinds of things wrong with the way that whole thing happened like I was saying, there was that, um, there's that video that was showing that, um, yeah, one plane slammed into that building. The second plane never happened. There was a still camera way, I don't know how far the hell it was, but it was, it was sitting way at an angle. It was looking at the twin towers and one, you know, you could see that plane, the first plane hit that, the first tower and the second tower just had an explosion. And then eventually later on, both of them crumbled. Now, when you look at demolitions, um, uh, what was that place? Las Vegas, Nevada is a perfect example. When they want to restructure a building, they will implode it from the inside so it collapses downward. And if that September 11th truly was unplanned like that, then the top half of those buildings could have just fell over onto the streets, you know, but the bottom half, they'd still be all right. <clears throat> so the, the integrity of the building structure structure was um, compromised. And um, 
weeks before people were saying that there was some uh some workers that were going in and out of the buildings and i guess they're putting those uh those explosives inside the uh the tower structure and then uh, a day before or two days before that happened the guy that owned the property where the twin towers sit took out a nine trillion dollar insurance plan so when that whole thing corrupted i mean when the whole thing corrupted so when the whole thing collapsed for both of them i mean think of how much money that bastard got you know he probably could have been more more richerist than uh jeff bezos you know but anyways um so that patriot act you know there what it what it basically entails to what I, or how it works out with what i'm trying to say is that we're being spied on constantly and um this whole um this whole coronavirus thing you know for the navajo nation somebody was watching us somebody was keeping track of us and um like um for me uh not being vaccinated i didn't even mess with all that i just um i was like yeah sure whatever you know uh <laughs> i i um uh, what was i gonna go with that i just didn't do it you know i just thought that was so stupid but um here i am i still have my job you know and so i guess it really wasn't that important but um at the same time you know it's just when um being spied on like that is kind of like the reason why when i do things it really doesn't matter because i'm not popular now if i was popular like um some people on the reservation that they got like thousands of followers that listens to what they say and all that um i think they're more more or less put on some kind of a watch list or something and even if it goes against uh, government stuff, uh, government mandates and stuff, me, I, I just said, you know, just question everything, man. Just kind of look, here's, here are some examples as to why I say this, you know, that's pretty much my talking points as far as all this goes. So I never really say like, yeah, let's overthrow the government. You know, I'm just more like, you know, just look at what they've done before compared to now and do your own research and just kind of, you know, come to that conclusion to yourself. What do you believe? You know, don't believe what CNN wants you to believe and don't believe what MSNBC believes, you know. And there's too many beliefs and all that. And then yet, you know, people don't believe in themselves. That's another reason why um, with this Patriot Act, it's kind of like Navajos just forgot about it. You know, it's like, Oh, that, that only, that's only in the white man land. It's like, yeah, it is. But also look at why we'd be a demographic to be targeted because we're easily controlled. And the more we interact with, um, modern times, modern world, uh, the more we're forgetting our traditional culture and heritage. And like I said, I'm using that owl as a perfect example. If I was a, if I really didn't have a podcast, if I didn't know anything was going on, if I didn't have a nonprofit, if I didn't have to get up early and go to the cemetery to clean it up, then that whole thing with that owl is just kind of saying, um, well, I'm going to attend to that and find out why it's hooting, find out what the reason behind it is, because that owl is basically the Patriot Act in, in nature's form, you know, and being watched and surveillance and there's a warning off of that 
And I'm like, all right, Mr. Owl, Mrs. Owl, Che or Musun, whatever you want me to title you want me to give you, I hear you. But then again, I can't save everybody's lives. So if you're telling me someone's about to die that we that I know of, well, then that's how Navajos are. They're going to keep that information to themselves. And especially the ones that say, I don't, they don't care if they die. And they hate their mom. They hate their dad. They wish they were dead. And when that happens, they're like, they freak out. They're like, oh shit, what do I do now? Oh, okay. Well, I can get over my pain and grieving by drinking. Okay. Yeah. That's the answer. I'm going to drink more alcohol. I'm going to drink heavy. And then once they get into that mind frame, they're like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to drink myself to death so I can meet up with my mom or my dad because I miss them, you know, or unless they're married, you know, a husband or wife or whatever. But, um, you know, so basically what's still going on is all this monitoring that's going on. And for us on the res, we're, you know, we'll easily forget things, you know, we, we easily forgot the, um, the, uh, Patriot Act and, it's not, it, you know, they, they disguise it as the Patriot Act because they wanted to say, make it sound like you're actually, you know, doing something for the country by saying, oh, yeah, go ahead, spy on my phone. You know, you can have access to it when you need to, when you want to. And then the other one is like um, using the word Patriot, you know, just kind of just to make it sound good, basically. But if they called it the Spy Act or Spy on Americans Act or Spy on Americans personal data act, you know, no one's going to go for that, you know, so, so that kind of goes into what was going on with this coronavirus. Uh, for me, I was thinking that that nanotechnology that existed, and even when the coronavirus uh, kicked off and like, really started picking up momentum in was it May and June of uh, 2020. That's where I shared some memes that I had about you know, nanotechnology saying, oh, look, this is what they're doing. Just give you the vaccine so that way you, they can track you. And somebody asked me about that. I, I know it was one of my white buddies and uh, they said, what do you think about the, the vaccine? I said, oh, well, you know, from the little bit of information that I could gather on the short amount of time that I have is that, uh, and with the shoddy piece of shit internet service that I got, you know, I just, this is what I piece together is that there's nanotechnology in the vaccine. So that way that when they give it to you, it can monitor you. And, um, and then it can also, um, what was it? It, it can monitor what, all the stuff that you're doing. And if the government sets some kind of mandate and you don't follow it, then they could have some kind of a kill switch somewhere where they're at and using satellites and all that, they could just flick it off and all those uh, little tiny microscopic uh, nanotechnology that's inside your bloodstream, your body, they could send like an electric pulse and they, you know, just shock your body and you die from it, you know? And, and then he told me, he goes, yeah, well, that's one way he goes, yeah, that's something like that. You know, but Mostly, they already have like these diseases in there, and when they shoot the people with the vaccines, they're checking it out first. They're seeing what the reaction is. If the people survive, then those elites they will save that that formula and they'll 
keep it for themselves should they ever find themselves in that type of situation again because the you know like this whole agenda for the elites is just pretty much to live long live long enough to have as much power as possible over the people and stuff like that and then what's funny about power is just when you think someone is the absolute you know just the top of the power chain there's another person on top of that person and there's another person on top of that person and it's like damn how high does this thing go you know some people are talking about George Soros. Some talking about um, the Rothschilds could be like the very top pinnacle of all this. But then again, it could be reptilians. It could be aliens. It could be extraterrestrials that know how to manipulate. And, you know, everything that we watch in science fiction, they're doing, you know. And this is like the only time I'd give props to like uh, Christian believers is because there was a few videos on YouTube where there were some Christian conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. They were putting together all the Hollywood movies that have been popular, that have been um, iconic. And, you know, they kind of show that it has its demonic origins. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, well, that's cool. You know, stuff like that. If it's Christian conspiracy theories, I think I'd be more inclined to learn about that rather than someone just straight up coming to me and say, oh, Jesus died for your sins. I was like, no, he didn't. He was resurrected. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, do you even really know what you're talking about? Because if Jesus died for our sins and he was resurrected, then what did he die for originally? You know, what was the point of him being killed and crucified, man? The dude was tortured like, 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 like hell, man, you know, they just, they just really ripped him a new one, man. And then here, you know, they're like, oh, well, he rose on the third day. And it's like, well, if he was supposed to die for our sins, shouldn't he be just stay dead, you know? And if he was going to rise again, then um, he really didn't die for our sins. Actually, you know, he was just, he was just beaten to a pulp and he was revived later, you know, and so, you know, it's just those type of logics where I just try to, that's why I just stay away from the Bible stuff. You know, I'm like, nah, my, my mind starts going into that realm of, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense then. How do you explain this? And um, That's where people would be like, oh, well, that's the power of God's love. And it's like, wait a minute. So this guy, this God guy says, if I don't believe in him, he'll send me to hell, but he loves me. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, Kind of messes with my head like that. Anyways, so, anyways, getting back on track with this Patriot Act. Sounds like a rap song. Getting back to this Patriot Act, um, this is where I wanted just to kind of bring it up to, to say that um, it's not really being talked about too much anymore. You know, it just got brushed under, pushed off to the side. And there was, what was it, like two years ago? Um there were some people that were finding out that there's a generation of children that know nothing of September 11th, 2001 uh, terrorist attacks, twin towers falling down. These kids are like, what the hell's that? What the hell's 9-11, you know? So that, that was pretty interesting, you know? And um, <clears throat> that's why um, – some of this stuff, I feel that if more people do podcasts, they can bring it up and stick to one subject and just kind of bring it up more and more. Because as Jagans, you know, we, we love to talk. We are 
are we are just gossip columnists, you know, just kind of spreading that rumor mill or, or twisting that rumor mill around and um, just, you know, getting, whoa, excuse me, getting the word out of um, how, you know, some of the information that we've heard about a family or, you know, someone else, you know, this, you know, we're just kind of like always excited to share that information, whether it's actual factual or just it's still in development or, you know, just for whatever reason, you know, we just can't keep it together. But then when you really need a Navajo to step up and talk, they don't say shit, man. So I don't know if that's, you know, with all cultures, with all religion, no, all, all uh, races, but it's definitely working against us in that those type of context when you need that information and the Navajo that knows it won't say anything. And that's where I'm also trying not to be a mystery because um, for too long, uh, you know, there's just been too many guys that follow the same formula. They're cliche. They want to be, um, they want to hold their emotions to themselves and they just don't want women to know what they're like and they want to be brooding. They want the woman to feel sorry for them and they'll use some you know, a loved one's death as a reason to make that woman feel sorry for her. And one example I want to use is my cousin. He was, um, he was really close to his older sister, but she died in a car wreck. And when he met up with his wife, when they were starting to get to know each other, uh, he was always telling her about his, his late older sister and she was kind of getting tired of it, you know, but luckily he kind of chilled out on that because he finally got her, married her, had kids, had a home. He pretty much has like a fairy tale marriage right now. So which is, I really hope that's the way it is, man. He could be like one in a billion, you know, as far as six, seven billion people on the earth go. Maybe, you know, he's that lucky dude that actually has a, a real shot at having a, a long lasting positive marriage. But anyways, I did talk to his wife at one time when they were still newlyweds and I said, um, so when I'm just curious, when you guys were first dating, did he ever bring up his late older sister, how close he was to her? She goes, yeah, he talked about her a lot. And he goes, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. But uh, I, I know it was kind of getting on your nerves, right? She goes, yeah, she goes, it's, it was starting to get to me. So well, I said, well, hopefully he'll he'll calm down on that. And um, you guys can um, move forward with your lives and you will be all he focuses on. She's like, yeah, thank you. And I said, all right, man. So, you know, just kind of like little things like that is why I'm trying to, you know, I don't know, it, how do I say this? I'm trying to get out the the main parts of expressing myself. There we go. And it's not so much that I'm trying to be uh, some kind of secret, you know, quiet guy that is going to make a difference or anything. No, all I'm doing is just saying, look, man, that cliche has been done before so many times. And here I am to say, look, this is truly what my point of view is and how I feel about it. And, you know, it is, it does get rough. It does, you know, I'm pretty sure there's subjects that where some people don't like what I say where, cause it's too, too harsh, you know, too brutal, but that's just how I try to do my best to say that the world is brutal, man. All I'm trying to do is say, this is what I've learned from living in it. But anyways, uh, I think that'll be more of a subject for later. But for now, let's go ahead and jump on to our fourth subject of the night. 
This one will be family versus family. Break. Break.